We're back. We're back. It's 30 days of dedication. Everybody, we're here. Um, I'm not going to get too much into it. You know what? I, I just want to get straight into it. You know, today's a beautiful day in London. Um, I know a lot of you guys, Easter break has started today or it's starting tomorrow, but you ended school, you ended work today. So, so big shout out to you guys. All right. Who's just started Easter? Um, Evan, Sindre, what's up? How's everybody going? Chris, Ethan, Pranka, Prana, all that. Yes, love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time with all this stuff. I just want to get straight into value today. I want to get straight into what we're going to be talking about because we don't need no warm-up for this. You guys have been warmed up the last 20, what, 23 days now, the 30 days dedication, 22 days. So we're here. We're presenting. We're doing another one. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. So let's get right into it. Today we're going to be talking about how to improve your decision making. My name is Nick Humphreys. You know how I do things already. You know who I am. If you don't know, by the way, this is a tip. Um, if you want to know more about who I am, what I do, if you want to read my blogs and what I was writing about, in 2009, 2009, when I was younger than a lot of you, um, go to Nick Humph, N-I-C-K-H-U-M-P-H, nickhumph.net. And if you go to nickhumph.net, um, you'll see what I be what, what I was writing about in terms of football in 2009, what I, what I was going through in my career and all that stuff. So nickhumph.net, go check it out if you want to know more. So Ahmed, Milo, all you guys, Love to see you guys here, but let's get straight into the value, all right? Let's get straight into value. Today's topic is about how to make better decisions on the pitch. Um, yesterday we talked about um, something similar, you know, how to how to improve your decision making. Um, we covered we covered a lot of different different topics there. You know, we we, we covered five tips that would tell you, you know, how to make better decisions on the field. We talked about you know. Um, watching at least two high-level like Premier League, Champions League matches last night, which, by the way, Tottenham Man City last night, guys, why am I? Oh, my God, what a game. What a game that was. Who watched that one, by the way? I mean, awesome, awesome, awesome stuff that was. Um, the tempo of play, the unpredictability, unpredictability of it, but some of the individual skill and quality in it was also like superb. Um, Sterling played phenomenally. Son took his chances. He had no fear, didn't he? Um, and if you just look at the movement and the the sharp movement and the off the ball, on the ball from those Man City and Tottenham players, well, they were both both deserving to go through based on their performance and the way they played. So fair play to that. Um, didn't see much of the 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 other game, FC Porto versus Liverpool. Um, I, I think I know Porto. You know, tried their hearts out as they usually do. Um, it wasn't enough on the day, but, but you know, De Bruyne, three assists, exactly. And Man City were just, oh, sometimes it's a matter of inches. It's a little bit unlucky not to get that final goal, you know? Um, uh-oh, what's going on on Instagram? Sorry, guys, I have to fix what's going on on Instagram. Something's happened. One sec. 
Um, but but yeah, exactly, Darren. Three assists by Ronaldo uh, by De Bruyne. Um, but you know the other stuff, it just just wasn't just wasn't enough on the day. And sometimes this, you know, that's just how it is. So that's just that. But um, how to make the better decision in the field? So that was rule number one. Rule number two, we're talking about like um, um, scanning. You know how to make faster decisions on the on the field. Um, so we're, we're talking we're talking a lot about that stuff today. We're going to be talking about more. Um, we got a few key examples we want to talk about about how to make better decisions on the field. Just want to make sure Instagram's working now. All right, Instagram's working. Now. What's up? All right. Um, now let's get right into what I was wanted to say. We got uh, seven rules today. Okay. Seven rules. Um, seven rules about how to improve your decision making on the field. Let's start with number one. Number one rule about better making decisions, better <laughs> far out, man. It's Thursday. Come on, focus, Nick. Um, to make better decisions on the field is one play at the highest level possible. Now we get a question all the time. Every week we get a question from a player that asks, um, I, I could play with two teams, but I don't know which one to choose. Usually one team is better than the other. Um, and that other the other team is like, might, might be a current team, the person's comfortable at, um, but they don't want to take that jump up, that risk that, oh, well, what if I don't make it in the other team? What if I don't have a place? And these are the moments when, depending on what your level of ambition is, if you want to take your ambition to the highest levels, you always got to challenge yourself at the highest level you can. Um, so this is why it's important to, to play at the highest level possible. You gotta play with bigger and faster players that will make you better. You gotta you gotta play with those bigger and faster players that will test you, um, will make you, you know, think just a little bit quicker that when certain challenges come your way, when certain moments in the game will test your strength, will test your mental strength very importantly. Um, and that could be in trainings as well, that the, the, the highest level, it's testing you and it's making you stronger and stronger. So that's what it's all about. You gotta, you gotta, rule number one, play at the highest level possible, okay? And if you're playing with bigger and faster players, that will make you better and help you improve your decision making, 100%. Um, let me tell you a personal example. I played at, um, when I went to, so probably the time that I grew the quickest was when I was at FC Volendam, uh, which is a Dutch club in Holland. And prior to FC Volendam, I've been playing like in, in Australia for a bit. Um, I played here and there in Hungary. But FC Volendam, there were some very, very talented players, players that played at Ajax, uh, FC Utrecht, uh, some of the best best youth academies in the world. <clears throat> so when I was playing at, um, at FC, FC Volendam, um, I, the, the first six weeks, the, the six weeks I was there, um, I was tested every single training because the coach was telling me to play it, the ball really quickly. He said, ping it in, Nick, ping it in. Um, blast the ball at, at the, the players, you know, like make harder passes, 
uh, one, two touch, um, play faster, 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 high intensity. And I grew so much over that, that six weeks. I, I fundamentally just got better and better every single week because, because I was being tested all the time, all the damn time. I see it the same with the in-residence guests that come um, to London. They come as they are. They may never have played in one or two touches before, but we force them to play in one, one or two touches. We get Corby involved. We get myself involved who are used to playing at that high level. So we test them, test them, test them. And then you see every single day, every single hour almost, how much they grow. Every single training, they grow, 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 grow. Until the end of the one, two, three, four weeks they're with us, they're like, you know, way more confident and, and playing the way that, that, that they, they, they're supposed to at a high level. So you know, that's just one of, the, one of the things you have to do. Play at the highest level possible. Um, the, rule number two, guys, because I know, Evan, you asked this. I think Sharok, you asked this as well. So, when you when you ask a ask a question about well, what team should I play for? Well, always go with can you play at the highest level possible? Try that out. Um, test yourself. Second, <clears throat> second thing, work on making decisions quickly. Um, we just mentioned about one playing with one or two touches. This rule is very simple. Okay, when we talk about making decisions quickly. We're talking about making decisions quickly. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Um, one or two touches, um, playing the ball, knowing where you're going to play the ball before you get the ball. All right. I'm not going to ramble on too much about making on making decisions quickly. You, you as a player, just have to know. You have to practice getting into the habit of knowing where you're going to play the ball before you get the ball. Let me repeat that one more time. Write it down in your notes. Write it down on your notebook. Write it down anywhere. Before you get the ball, know where you are going to play it. All right? Now, thirdly, you've got to work on making decisions quickly. Um, sorry, we just talked about that rule number two. Third rule, we have to watch and learn from world-class players. Okay, so when we talk about world watching and learning from the world-class players, we're talking about studying them, studying them, studying them like a student. The same way you go to a classroom and learn from your teachers uh, or, or learn from people that are more experienced or advanced from you in a different environment, but let's take the example of a, of a classroom, teaching classroom. Um, you're studying history. You're studying facts. You're studying fundamentals. And this is the same way you've got to approach your football same way you got to approach whatever you're passionate about. Um, study, 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 study. The best players constantly study. The best players constantly learn. So a great way to do this is just, you know, just um, we watched the Game Brains yesterday and, and, and we looked at players like Luka Modric and how, you know, he was making space in that defensive midfield. Um, and we're, we're talking about... You know, we're talking about all that stuff. So just watch, learn, and study. Take notes, all right? This is very important. Number four is be be proactive. And when we talk about being proactive, we're talking about anticipation. We're talking about running into spaces where you think the ball will go. Um, you know, anticipation in that in that uh that goal that last goal that man city scored but it was disallowed but it was it was gonna go um 
if, if Man City had scored that that fifth goal of theirs, they would have gone through the Champions League, right? But Aguero, he was on his toes. He was ready for anything to come for him. So when Aguero received that received that ball, all he had to do was, you know, let the ball run across his body, take a touch, boom, into the goal. Um, and this is just a, a perfect example, right, of anticipation, of being proactive, of running into spaces where you think the ball is going to go into. So don't be afraid to make mistakes. Um, that's how players learn and get better. Um, but you know, be proactive, anticipate, boom. Rule number five, communicate. Um, always communicate with, with your teammates on, on, on the field to help each other and off the field too. Um, when a player has a bad game, you know, communicate with them and let them know, you know, look, you had a bad game, but whatever. You've got another chance, you've got another opportunity to grow. It's an opportunity to grow, opportunity to learn, opportunity to move forward. Be that positive player in your team. People need positive players in their team. Imagine if Ronaldo criticized every single player in his team at Juventus because they got knocked out in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. I mean, the team would be a mess. Instead, you look at a player like Ronaldo, Messi, anybody, they just know that downs are going to be part of the process. But they're going to be encouraging of their teammates. They're going to help him, help them grow and help them become leaders on the field as well. So, but when we talk about on the field, we talk about... Can you say things to your to the, to your teammates on the field that will will give them information about you know um, situations they're in on the field like okay man on turn or time this give play give players information about how much time and space that they actually they actually have on the ball so they can make good decisions um, so so don't be don't be afraid to be vocal communicate say man on man on or hey hold the ball hold the ball hold the ball um time you got time 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 you got time um all these things communicate be vocal this is all part about helping others make better decisions on the field helping yourself make better decisions on the field number six visualize okay so picture in your head what you're going to do before the game begins we talked about this with um, with a game brain yesterday. We talked about writing the notes, you know, throughout everything that you watch in the game brains, everything you watch throughout match analysis, writing notes down of it, and then before the match, before the training, really study those notes and think, okay, what situations am I going to try and apply today? What have what have I been learning in trainings and games that I'm going to apply today? And that's what you got to do, right? You got to picture in your head what you want to do before a game begins. Um, so this way, you experience situations in the match without having experienced them yet, but it's all the same. The conscious and the subconscious mind, it's all the same thing. So so, um, so you've seen it in your head already. You're going to be used to that situation when your back is to the goal as a center forward and that ball is going to come to you. How's your first touch going to be like? Um, when you're one-on-one -on -one with an attacker, um, how are you going to defend them? Which way are you going to lead them? How, what strength are you going to use in your, in your tackles, in your slide tackles? Um, what are you going to do when you see that, that your opponent's going to play long ball and you're going to anticipate that long ball, but you're going to move and jockey in a way where you're going to think, okay, that ball's going to come over, but I'm going to jump high enough so I can head it and clear it out. I'm going to, I'm going to chest it well enough so 
It's a great first touch and all I have to do is play to that person in front of me. Visualize these situations in your head. Um, and if you're a striker, visualize yourself scoring amazing goals, finishes, low in the corner, headers, volleys, strikes, weak foot, um, powerful shots, everything, everything like that. So we just talked about visualization. Number seven is practice. The best way, the best way to improve your decision-making is, is through experience. So practice this. Play as much as you as much as you can. Train as much as you can. Work on these situations on the field, in training, um, in games. Um, but but you really have to practice them. You really have to consciously think to yourself, "This is how I'm going to improve my decision making." We can always improve our decision making. It doesn't matter if you're Cristiano Ronaldo, 33 years old, or if you're Evan Yashimov, 15 years old. You can always improve your decision making to make it a habit that you work on this in training, at home, and in your games. These are the rules. So quick summary, play at the highest level possible, okay? Play at the highest level possible, test yourself. Second, work on making decisions quickly. Um, thirdly, watch and learn from world-class players, okay? Study them, study them, study them. Number four is be proactive, okay? Anticipate, think of where the ball is gonna go before you get it. Um, number five is communicate. Be vocal. Don't be afraid to talk and say what you need to say. This is going to help your team. It's going to help yourself as well. Be more confident uh, and be more of a leader on the field. Number five, uh, number six is visualize. Um, visualize the different situations you're going to have on the field and before the games. Uh, study your notes. Look over your notes. Visualize the situations um, the night before, a couple days before on the day and practice the best way to improve your decision making is through experience so practice 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 guys practice and that's what i want to talk about with how to make better decisions on the field all right so let's take a couple of couple of questions take a couple couple of questions um number one devon shugal says are you fools are you fool? What do you mean? Am I April's fool? What? I have no idea what you're saying. But yes, I'm a fool. We're all fools. I can be a fool. Sometimes I'll say foolish things. But what you're going to do is understand that sometimes you're going to make mistakes. But the best thing to do is think to yourself, this is a learning process. I'm growing. You're going to always stay positive, man. Um... So what's up? What's up? Andre, much love for you, man. Um, love you being here in the, the live stream. Be positive, man. I know you've got some insecurity issues. Just be positive. Don't let the haters get to you, man. Um, keep working. Keep working on your thing. Digi Brunson, how to increase your speed. Oh, so many aspects to this, but plyometric training is number one. Biometric training is number one. Second is to do speed work, cones, dribbling, all that stuff. Yusuf, is there a certain time limit on visualization? Uh, no, there's no there's no time limit on, on visualization. Again, it's, it's, it's all up to you on, on what you think is enough and what you think is not enough. Some people will work much more on visualization than others. Um, so it's all up to you, but... Personally, 
I will visualize for games for football, maybe 15 minutes a day, but some could visualize two hours a day. So it just all depends on you. It all depends on you. You know? Sharok says, um, I think I'm not too good at visualizing. I mean, I can't visualize the situation fast, so I have to replay it in my head two or three times. Do you understand? Um, so you're saying that visualization doesn't come naturally to you, that like you really have to think about it over and over. And yeah, that's part of visualization. Um, I think we live in a world where we got phones, things that are constantly distracting us. So you've got to also know when you've got to put things away and think to yourself, okay, um, I'm going to just practice visualization, visualization, visualization for an hour. I'm going to do very important guys and, and make sure you write this down. I'm going to do deep breathing exercises to help me deep breathing exercises to help me. So I'm going to, to elevate, um, and get into the zone so I can visualize properly because this is a big part about visualization. Um, sometimes it just, a lot of the time you've got to get yourself in that, in that position where you can breathe, relax. And you're in a state of calmness, of, of, a, of a state where you can visualize. So th this is very important too. Very important. Um, you know, so that's it. <clears throat> so Ayush says, um, hey Nick, I feel like I'm, I'm prepared for a football trial. But the thing in my head is I, I'm still scared to fail. Like what should happen if I fail? Um... Don't be scared. If you fail, you fail. I mean, if you fail, you don't get a call back, then, then whatever. Um, you got to realize a, a trial is an opportunity to see where you're at, to see where you're at amongst other players, to get feedback from others that have been watching you. So don't be scared. Go out there, have fun, and give it your best. All right? That's it. That's it. So just have fun out there, man. And enjoy it just like you'd enjoy a match with your friends. All right, Joe, have fun. Um, go, go and have a hard game. All right, one more question, and let's let's get it get it popping. <laughs> let's get it going. One more question. Who's got a question? Yusuf says, um, "Have you done a webinar on how to study the pros?" Uh, Week one, week two of the 30-day dedication, perfect for that. All right, so go back, um, go go listen back to the other podcasts and webinars. You know, that's it. That's just it. What? That is just it, man. That is it. One more question. Who's here? Who's here? One more question. Um, what's my weekly weekly routine? Uh, I'm not. I'm not actively because I, I know all of you guys ask this all the time. I'm not actively. Um, I'm not actively playing in a competition in a competitive league because I'm fully focused on the growth of Train Effective. All right, through our platform, through our in residence program, through everything that we're doing with our brand. So. I've got to focus 110% on this. If you're committed to becoming the best football player you can, full potential, you got to you got to commit to it. You got to make it your number one priority. Um, so my weekly schedule right now is I'm training six times a week. I'm training six times a week. But if you want to reach your full potential in that 
say you want to become a professional player, you got to do double me, man. You got to you got to do double me. Um, I'm I'm the I'm the bare minimum of what you should be doing. Um, you need to be training 12, 15, 18 times a week. And I know a lot of you guys are going to be like, well, that's way too much. But if you plan it out correctly, if you just every you know maybe three of those sessions out of the 12 sessions you do every week are like actually very intensive. The rest are intensive in a way which they're very intensive on your on your mind and intensive in your working your technique. You're working on analyzing a game and and being mentally focused with that. Um, but but you really need to follow something like the 10,000 hour rule, training 20 hours a week every single week for 10 years. That's what you got to do, and that's that's always been the the foundation, the basis, the hypothesis of um, of where all my growth came in football, and what other athletes, successful people, preach all the time too. It's all about the hard work, man. You just got to go and do it, and it's, and it's simple as that. It is really as simple as that. So, you know, um, when I talk about Daniel says, you know. When you talk about training four hours a week, I'm saying I'm saying twenty hours a week, Daniel. Twenty two zero. Um, does that count analyzing or mental things? Yeah, I do think that counts. Um, everyone's got an opinion about this. Um, there's no definitive study. No one's studied the science behind this, but I do th I, I do think if, if you study, you watch the play in your position, you study them very carefully, you look at what they're doing off the ball. Yeah, it's it's a form of training, and I, and I do count it as a, as focused practice. So, so that's it. And Sindre says, can you train too much? Yes, you can train too much. If you're training two hours a week right now and you go to 20 hours a week, you're not going to be able to adapt quick enough. So you've got to do it in stages. You've got to go from two hours to five hours to 10 hours to 15 to 20 and then, and then go from there. Um, you can't do it all in one go. You've got to slowly build up and you've got to slowly get in this habit. It's not easy. It's very hard, by the way. Um, it might sound like I'm, I'm making it easy, but it's hard. But if you're willing to make the sacrifice, you can do it. You can do it. So, guys, that was the 30 days dedication for today. I'm going to see you guys tomorrow. You guys know the two words. Um, effective fam, clap your hands. What? You know, we're, we're doing this all, all, all day, every day. So, so thanks, guys. Um, Daniel, thank you for coming. Sharok. Hadiwa, Evan, Sindre, you guys are the real ones coming every single day. Evan, you're coming every single day. I love that, man. Doran, say what? All right. Great, guys. Thanks for coming again. I know you guys are learning every single day, so you just gotta, you got to keep it up, all right? Keep it up. Keep up what you're doing, and you know what's going to happen. You're going you're gonna to grow, and that's what everything, every single day is about, guys. Grow, 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 growth, growth, growth. And that's what I'm going to leave you with, all right? Stay effective. 